Sing a limitless love for August 18th. Remember the covenant, Deuteronomy 30, verse 6. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thine heart and the heart of thy seed to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, that thou mayest live. Deuteronomy 30, verse 6. When we think about the covenant we have with God through Jesus, we are immediately reminded of the blessing it provides for us. We remember, as we should, the marks of that covenant on the body of Jesus, the scars on his head from the crown of thorns, the stripes on his back, the nail prints in his hands, and the hole in his side. Those marks will forever signify God's promise to give his all to us as his covenant people. We must remember, however, that we bear the mark of the covenant as well, like the circumcision of the old covenant saints. Ours is not a mark that can readily be seen. Our sign of the covenant is born in our spirits. It is the circumcision of the heart. When I say we should remember that, I don't mean simply that we shouldn't forget it or that we should occasionally bring it to mind. The word remember is a covenant word. It means to be continually conscious of the one you are in covenant with. God remembers his covenant with us by keeping us perpetually on his mind and on his heart. He remembers us by constantly making himself and all his resources available to us. In the same way as his covenant people, we are supposed to be in total absolute remembrance of God. 24 hours a day, every day of our lives. We are to remember that we are committed to love Him. We are to be more concerned with meeting His needs than we are about Him meeting our needs. We should get our minds on what we can do for Him and how we can minister to His body. We ought to be more driven by our desires to bless Him than we are by our desires to receive his blessing. We should forget about our own will and become totally consumed by his as we continue to grow in our covenant love for him. We'll find ourselves neglecting to pray about our own needs because we're too busy praying for the needs of others. God has put on our hearts, yet we'll never lack anything because while we're taking care of God's business, he's taking care of ours. Only when we start loving the Lord like that will we really discover the covenant, what the covenant is all about. That's when we'll remember countless times a day that all, that all we are and all we have belongs to God as our covenant partner. We'll be driven by the love within us to be his servants, his champions on the earth, to be whatever he needs us to be. Only then we will discover what it really means to live. August 19, when love gets angry. Exodus 32, verses 7 through 8, 10 through 14. And the Lord said to Moses, Get thee down, for thy people which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I command them. They have made them 
a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed thereunto. Now therefore let me alone that my wrath may wax hot against them and that I may consume them and I will make of thee a great nation. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does thy wrath wax hot against thy people, which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Turn from the fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swearest by thine own self, and said unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken I will give unto your seed, and they will inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. Exodus 32, 7 and 8, 10 and 14. Let us not think just because we walk in love, we won't ever be angry. God himself becomes angry at evil and injustice. He feels about those things just like we do. The difference between our anger and his is that, first of all, his anger is a whole lot bigger than ours. But he doesn't sin. With his anger, like we do, he never loses his temper as we grow in love and the other fruits of the Spirit, such as temperance. We won't lose ours either. As Ephesians 4.26 says, we will be angry and sin not. You know, the only way to do that is to tell the person you're angry with ahead of time, I love you and I forgive you, and read John 1 through 5 and John 14, 15, 16 for a year so you can develop love for the person and then tell them, I love you and I forgive you. Then you have the wisdom and the love of God that you can hold the 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 erring child in your arms, so to speak, and forgive them. As Ephesians 4.26 says, we will be angry and sin not. God's loving nature also causes him to be easily entreated, James 3.17. He is willing to turn from his anger even though he is right and just and having it. He is willing to let go of his wrath and forgive simply because his covenant friends ask him to. In this case, for instance, God's love for Moses caused him to have mercy on the Israelites even though they didn't deserve mercy and weren't asking for it at the time. In so doing, he set the example for us. He revealed how we should treat those who move us not only to fleshly anger, but to righteous indignation. We must love like he loves and be willing to turn from our anger even when it is justified. We must be merciful simply because our covenant friend, the Lord Jesus Christ, has requested it. He said, forgive if you have anything against anyone, Mark eleven twenty five, New American Standard. The best way for me, folks, is to forgive, is to work at it at home. Say, I love you and I forgive you in my imagination. I may have to say it a thousand times. I love you and I forgive you. I love you and I forgive you. To those words become true. And I pass the annoyance test. Pass the annoyance test. <laughs> he said, forgive if you have anything against anyone. Mark eleven twenty five, New American Standard. The Lord Jesus said, forgive. So we got to get those bad seeds out of our system by saying, I love you and I forgive you. I love you and I forgive you. 
Say it over and over again till we believe it. There's no other choice, folks, but let the water flow. As soon as we forgive, we love. As soon as we love, we grow. We grow in wisdom. We grow in talents. We grow in joy. We grow in laughter. We grow in resources. We grow by obedience. Hallelujah. What a deal, huh? And we grow in answered prayer. That annoyance carrier could be our ticket. It is our ticket for a greater, wonderful prayer request miracles that we've been praying for. Ha <laughs> ha, that beautiful. Although the people we have done the wrong may not deserve mercy, okay? Although they may not even be repented because we love the master, we love Jesus, we will yield to his request. Amen. We will turn from anger and do what he asks us to do. Hallelujah. Have a wonderful day, family. Go out there and give the annoyances heaven. Give the, those annoyers heaven. I love you. Take care. Let's pray. Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working.